0: Welcome to Hour of Devastation, a weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Oh yeah. How are you doing this week, Sam? Uh,
1: not bad. Yeah? It's just just an average week.
0: Got that, that Monday feeling.
1: Have, oh god, yeah. I mean, I've not been at work for long today. I've only worked like two hours today.
0: It's two hours more than I have, to be fair.
1: Oh, it must be nice. <laughs> um, I am fine. Good, I've good. I've just got nothing, nothing much interesting to report. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm not bad.
0: Not bad. Just recovering from a weekend away playing the MCQ in Sheffield. Sweet, sweet. It was it was fun. I I had a lot of fun. It was definitely an interesting weekend. Just feels good to to go to something like that. You know, we've spent quite a while not knowing kind of what the qualification system was going to look like if there was going to be anything, like, if there was going to be anything, like, in stores at all, like, or was it just going to be all, all on Magic Online, uh, or, sorry, Magic Arena, even. Uh, so it was mm-hmm. kind of kind of nice to see things that they'd sort of half-announced, maybe, six months ago, finally sort of come to fruition and be in the room with the uh, competitive UK Magic players, I guess. Yeah,
1: there's not been something like that for quite some time, so it's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely nice to see it back. It's a shame I, I couldn't get there, but, I mean... I mean I could have been there I just didn't want to be <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair
0: it's uh, it's it's a bit of a trek for yourself and then having to like get a standard deck and play eight rounds of standard
1: yeah, yeah. I just I just couldn't really be bothered like that's yeah I'm not understandable yeah and like if I was gonna play standard I'd be playing Nexus and like I don't think I want to like drive to Sheffield and then play eight rounds of nexus and then <laughs> drive home again to go to work the next day it just sounds like the worst possible value yeah that's fair i think yeah
0: if you i feel like if you couldn't do the weekend then you were definitely missing out i think it was mm-hmm. better to get that full weekend experience than just come down for a day and then go back home that
1: day or whatever yeah sure that makes sense yeah um, but yeah i mean i've just been like playing some arena playing some legacy sweet some commander I do we play magic I've just been straight up bullying people with nexus <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. sighs> and I'm yet to play the mirror which is really good
0: yeah um, I just think the deck's great
1: oh I, god it's not good
0: oh, I, I think it's absolutely fantastic um, I oh I kind of wish I played it this weekend
1: um, I think oh, the thing about it is you just cheese out these wins where you're like Sort of assemble some kind of like potential uh, board state from where you can win the game, Yeah. and then it just some BS happens and you top deck a Nexus of Fate for no reason, and then you just get to go off from there because your draws lined up well. I think the the deck the deck basically just tries to position itself as well as it can for the entire time, and then just kind of catch a break by just top decking the cards you need. Yeah, yeah whether that's Tamiyo or Reclamation or whatever, but like yeah, and then once you have like it's just games where I have Tamiyo and Reclamation and a Flip task Counter in play, and it's just like it's just there's no point carrying on but yeah, people you... on Arena do not like conceding <laughs> <laughs> oh no because the, uh, obviously there's been an announcement that they're going to implement an actual timer yeah, on the Arena uh, which is great about time really, really good. Right? about time good one yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so there's going to be a 30 minute timer per player which means Nexus is going to be whew, difficult um, but people just don't still don't, just don't concede anyway even though that's not been implemented yet yeah. uh, I played play a game where I was just like because they, had, they hadn't they had attacked on their last turn so they had like loads of untapped blockers and obviously the only win condition in game one is the calluses missile. Yeah. So I was just having to like play and rebuy and play and rebuy um, my calluses missiles with Tamyos and it just took so long. Um, people just don't can see. But like it's it's fun to play out, like I don't know, I'm not well, people are like I imagine people are like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get really salty and make this person play out this this Nexus. And I'm like, I don't care, I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time with five cards in my library just spinning them all around the entire time. Yeah. I I guess yeah. the so the the experience I think one
0: thing I've learned myself definitely from this weekend is that the experience of like playing a deck on Magic online or especially on Magic Arena is vastly different to to playing it in paper like you have so many moving parts and like a lot more to think about as far as just like the the dexterity of it like doing this at you know the right time and announcing triggers and Drawing things and seeing that your opponent has enough. you remembering when your opponent has an asset in play that you can only draw one card per turn. And there were so many, mm-hmm. like, judge calls over the weekend for, like, you know, every single planeswalker that has a static ability had a judge call at some point over the weekend. Uh, some of them had many, many multiples.
1: Oh, yeah, people remembering their triggers like a chump. Yeah. I just get mine, I just go on the stack automatically. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that still happens on Arena. Like, people still try and um, thought erasure me when I have a Tamiya in play. Yeah, like, yeah of that's course. Fun. But at least, oh at least the
0: at least the card kind of like lights up red, or like shows you that you can't do something or can do something. Whereas, like, yeah, yeah so many games it was like, oh, I'll cast this. You can't cast this, judge. <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it often helps to read the card. Yeah. Reading cards often explains cards.
0: That is that is true, but uh, when you've got like so many other things to think about, sometimes there's, there's just like you'll read the card and then forget about it instantly. Uh, I, I mean, didn't sure. didn't have any any misplays myself this weekend, but I had quite a few. Rugs. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not quite a few. A single few, quite, misplay. No, no. Well, Guaranteed. I think there might have been there might have been like a suboptimal play at one point in a game that I probably wasn't <sighs> going to win anyway. But as far as like trying to cast things into people's planeswalkers, that didn't happen. Um, I had an opponent who was on mono red, um, who had a Tibolt out, who kept trying to give me life when I was absorbing his spells, which was quite so funny. It was
1: that, so it's their card. It's yeah, that,
0: yeah. So it was his card. So obviously your opponents can't gain life. So he'd cast yeah. a spell, I'd absorb it, and you'd go, oh, and then you gain three. You know, nope, I <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, nothing. <laughs> God, were they trying to like? Were they trying to game you? Or were I d- they, like, no, just I just, just, just yeah, like, I, yeah, I, ju- I, just
0: think it's so strange. Like, I feel like it's, it's something that would be so obvious on a creature or an enchantment or even like an artifact, like anything but a planeswalker, because we haven't had planeswalkers with static abilities, and mm-hmm. the planeswalkers feel like very different things now that they have these static abilities. It, I think it's, it's just quite difficult to, to grok. I guess, really.
1: Yeah, I suppose like they, they have been difficult to, to try and like sort of remember and and. Play properly around, but that's not hard. If you're the kind of person that f- forgets those things, maybe you're not the kind of person that wins MCQs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Man. Like, yeah, it sounds like a fun weekend. It was, yeah. It, I think
0: all in all, it, it was definitely good. Um, I played a whole variety of decks. I think that's one thing I really enjoyed about it. Like, you weren't mm-hmm. just guaranteed to play like the same deck over and over. Um, sure. The the meta game seemed really diverse. Like, you could just pretty much play like any of I don't know, like six to eight top decks in standard at the moment and you, you probably stood a good chance if you knew, knew how to play the deck um, I I think in the end my deck choice was incorrect and if I could go back and do it again with enough time I would have played Esper I think, definitely yep. but I, I still had fun, I still had a lot of fun
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, here you were last week talking about how great your deck choice was, and, and how all these one offs and two offs were really good. <laughs> well, it, when the time of
0: recording, it absolutely was, and then a couple of days later, I just started to lose quite a few games, or there was just just things like like the Nexus deck, like the my deck doesn't have anything that can beat Nexus in it, like at all. Um, I mean, especially not game one. Like game one's just a completely dead game. Um, yeah. Which I mean, I only played against Nexus once all weekend, so that didn't come up. But then, um, Esper Hero, Esper Hero is just a real problem for my deck. Um, I think that's that's possibly the deck I would have played. I think um, if I'd if I hadn't left it till the last minute to to get my deck together, I think I probably would have played either Esper Hero or maybe Fibble Fifth and Friends. Or lost boys, as I'm uh, as I'm calling the day. Lost boys. Yeah, because is was obviously lost and plays some plays some planeswalkers, right?
1: Not all the planeswalkers are boys.
0: No, that's true. But Lost Boys is the name of a, of a popular film, isn't it? And- <laughs> It's a funny, yeah, it's a people nice. like funnies.
1: <laughs> Do they?
0: Oh, I don't know, I don't know.
1: Just because we find them funny doesn't mean everyone else finds them funny. Yeah, this
0: is true, this is true.
1: Which is actually a fair point. I feel like I need to um, make some corrections on some things I said last week. Sure. <laughs> um, so, I would like to point out that the best new metal band is Deftones. Oh, strong disagree. Okay, sure. I'm just gonna. I'm just throwing it out there, I'm just correcting myself, and then we can have a discussion if you wish. Sure. Because, I mean, I was rather... It wasn't, I believe it or not, the... Uh, the hilarity of, of last week's intro was not planned. <laughs> so I saw sort of on the spot, being like, oh, what's the best new metal band? I'm like, oh, I don't even know. Um, so Daftones is the best new metal band. And um, also, I would like to clarify that Stone Sour existed before Slipknot, not the other way around, as I suggested. <laughs> is it? Is that true? Yeah, 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 Look it up. Don't prove me wrong i we're recording. <laughs> God damn it. No, it's, it's true. It's absolutely true. Wow, they existed before.
0: Okay, okay. So yeah, technically they they formed in 1992. Apparently, so they are older than Magic the Gathering. Even that's to...
1: exactly there you go. Yeah. Wow.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So they're older than the uh, the commercial release of Magic the Gathering. Um, but then disbanded mm-hmm. in 1997. I assume when. Slipknot became a thing.
1: Yep, and then they started being a thing again.
0: Yeah. Okay. Whereas
1: when they started being a thing again, I assume that was when they just started being a thing. But no, I was wrong. Wow. So I just want to clarify. The more you know. Eh? The more you know. It's incredibly important. It's incredibly important that we're um, honest and, and truthful on this podcast. Yeah, I guess we're it's a like, new our, our, metal our, historian our, podcast now, right? Our, our integrity was on the line, Joe. I don't want to mess up. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, Deftones are the, the best new metal band, and yeah. um, I, feel, um, I feel I feel I was wrong to say it was Linkin Park last week, Um I just wanted to you know.
0: Okay, i think so. still think it probably is linkin park um or slipknot <laughs> so yeah since that new metal discussion last week i've been listening to a lot of slipknot uh have you heard
1: <laughs> that new song i have not
0: they, they've got a, a new song out this week that actually actually is really
1: good it kind of reminds it's you of like, like left behind era slipknot there's absolutely no way that's true oh it's decent it's really deece. there's there's absolutely there's absolutely no way a slipknot song was in the year 2019 is good oh good okay, no we'll go check it out uh, check it out after the after the after we record this i guess god right okay yeah when we finish recording i'm gonna stay on skype and um, I'm, I'm gonna listen to it and you're gonna hit my live reaction to the song sweet i'm down for that <clears throat> i'm definitely down for that good lord there's no way that's true i'm sorry we'll,
0: we'll see anyway i'm excited to be re- anyway anyway, anyway. <laughs> back to magic Uh, Yeah, one other thing that happened this week was the the Magic Online Championships uh, or Mm -hmm. the mocks uh, the finals of the mocks Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't actually watch any of it because I was stuck in the back of a car uh, on my way back from Sheffield while the finals was taking place but the really cool thing that we did get during that was some, some spoilers for the exciting upcoming new set, Modern Horizons
1: Oof, there's a lot to talk about
0: Yeah I know you've got some feelings about the uh, the topic, so I guess do you want to go off?
1: Oh, I've, oh my god! I've got, <laughs> always, always. Um, so uh, oh God, like, there's there's no way my takes are ever good. <laughs> I, I have some I have some feelings, right? So I guess we just want to talk about the big ones, right? That we've seen. I don't want. I guess, like, so. I, I, I guess so. I
0: guess. Do part. we want to sort of give the preamble about the uh, the leak that happened? I
1: guess that's the it's a smart way to go in. I don't want to just spend fifteen minutes talking about why fireball is probably playable yeah um <laughs> which it which it is which it is oh i i, I agree that. i agree um yeah so on friday i believe
0: yes i think friday, so, friday evening, morning.
1: friday morning was it friday morning i oh, thought it was friday evening i thought i was fm
0: oh it might have been actually yeah yeah it was yeah because it was we we're talking about it on the way down and that was saturday morning so yes it was yeah friday evening
1: yeah i believe i believe i was in the pub after Fm um uh <clears throat> yeah, we got uh, a picture was start to be spread spread around Twitter, which was a picture of um, a, uh, apparent promos from Modern Horizons. Yeah, uh, both in Spanish, um, which at this point seems to be where most of the leaks come from. Either a Spanish or Italian store. I don't want to make like wild sleeping sweeping claims, but
0: yeah, it it does seem to be the the, the same Spanish. the same store or at least. From the same same distributor, where these uh, these promos are are coming from.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those cards were um, a card that looked like Astral Slide, but it has cycling yeah. for two and a white. And when you cycle it you can exile target creature um, which is Astral Drift
0: yeah obviously this is a card that hasn't actually been spoiled yet um, but we've got some some rough translations and Astral Drift does appear to be the name
1: uh, yeah Astral Drift it, it, it functions very similarly, similarly to Astral Slide but yeah. it has cycling itself so it's like a strictly better one um, and then the other card is uh, Yes, which has now been actually officially spoiled through Wizards Um so that's sort of fine um, but I mean yeah there was the a the whole thing with the leaks like, like leaks are bad right oh yes yeah. sort of just the overwhelming opinion is that especially in sets like this where like wizards at the moment have been with every set uh, giving mo- like pretty much all the cards in the set as, as as preview cards to, to meet people content creators yeah, streamers yeah. Um, sites like Channel Fireball and Star City Games stuff like that and um, and when cards get leaked, especially cards that are potentially as exciting as, as things like Astral Drift or Flusterstorm would be, you're taking away from that person, from that content creator. You're, because um, a lot of people put a lot of effort into their spoilers and stuff like that. People like, um, Professor from Tulare Community College normally like makes a whole big video and yeah. puts a lot of production into it and all of that stuff. And like a, a lot of people put a lot of work and a lot of effort into their spoilers. And to have that card already be seen is just, it just ruins it and, and makes all their hard work for nothing because we already know about the card so therefore the reveal is far less exciting than it would have been yeah for sure um, and it also draws attention to people so like <clears throat> excuse me if you, if you see um, you see. I mean most of my card is spoiled like you see it on Twitter before you possibly see it from natural content creator but like there's times where you just you sort of stumble across it and you watch that video and then if it, that someone's put it up or you, or you see a post from someone or like someone's gets retweeted with a spoiler in it and then you go and check out that person and then they get more traffic and they potentially get a wider audience and stuff like that like it, it's good it's good for people because it, it increases their exposure right yeah to, to officially preview a magic card from a new set especially one potentially as exciting as the ones we're seeing from modern horizons currently yeah sure. um and it's just really crap like to have these cards just leaked, and I mean, especially like sort of secretly leaked. Yeah. Not not being like, oh, this is me, this is my site, or this is my YouTube channel, or this is my stream, and I've leaked these cards because we sort of know how Watson handled leaks at this point. Um, but like, they're not doing it for any any sort of gain, particularly. It doesn't seem like they're they're like doing it to. Um, for any purpose other I than just to leak cards. Um and it only it only serves to just sort of screw over this these content creators and these people that would preview cards. That, yeah, that's that's sure. all that's all that that's all it does at that point. Like um and I mean sure in cases of cards like Flusterstorm, Storm it um there was a there was a time where when it, it's quite the price, right?
0: Yeah it did. Yeah, cards, yeah um I think the the big yeah, one I've as seen well. as well from this is obviously we'll cover the cards um after this really Lava Dart. So Lava Dart is a card that's in the set uh, mm-hmm. If you look at the original, I think it's, I believe it's Judgment um, foils of Lava Dart. You cannot oh get them currently because they were bought out within like within seconds of the card being revealed.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things, right? Um, yeah. But I mean, that happens with previews, and that's sort of what happens. And that's why I'm constantly refreshing Twitter with a set like this, being like, okay, if there's something, if something stupid happens, I want to be on, I want to be on it, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so like if something, this hasn't been spoiled, but if something stupid like Shardless agent gets spoiled, I want to be like the first to be on Magic Card Market buying my ancestral uh, visions or something like that. You know? Yeah. And that's that's part of that's part of um preview season. That's part of how it works. Whether leaked or previewed through official channels, that's how it works. And and, and you, you want to be on it quick. Um, and that was part the thing with the leak. It's like, it was shared, and part of the good thing is like, okay, sure. So the fact that this has been leaked and like, certain people are able to get like. Ten pound cluster storms and then everyone else has to pay £20, 25 pounds per cluster storm because they didn't see the leak and then they've all been bought and then the price has gone up. Yeah. But that so that's a good thing, right? People get to get cheaper magic cards and like if you're if you're there at the moment, you get to have a cheap card that would normally cost you that would cost you twice the price of a, a, a week or a month down the line. Yeah. Or maybe like an hour down the line, you know? Um but that doesn't outweigh how badly it reflects not reflects but like how badly impacts content creators and people that would spoil these cards and the excitement as well just seeing some grainy stupid image from someone's crappy phone that someone has saved into jpeg seven times over to make it horrible like it's it ruins it and it's it just it just screws people over and it's not a good thing to be doing and then you know you have an argument on on twitter with saffron olive (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I don't want to go into that, but geez, that was a. I'm still getting notifications. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm still getting, I'm still getting notifications from Saffron Oliver, olive followers, telling me I'm an idiot. Why do you, Why I, do you hate Saffron Olive, Sam? Why do you hate I Saffron don't Olive? Hate Saffron. <laughs> I, I like Saffron Olive, I enjoy his content. I, I think he is um, a good asset to the game and has uh, done a lot of great things. I think he made one mistake. Yeah. And I, I don't think the mistake was because basically part of the problem was he leaked the card. Like he he leaked the card to a wider audience. The card was leaked and then he immediately like posted it posted about it on social media. Yeah. So he became part of a leak then because no one with any particular influence in the community had shared it. Um and then and people, you know, people that were looking for leaks and stuff for for like spec out purposes or whatever, yeah. We're gonna find we're gonna find it but like he tweeted it to his however some thousand followers Um, it's just a
0: it's just a strange thing right because like obviously these these leaks happen and we all see them like everybody sees them and everybody talks about them but like is the second that was spoiled it was in you know it would have been everyone's everyone's dms on like twitter facebook whatever it would have been everywhere people would have been talking about it but then yeah nobody's Kind of acknowledging it publicly, but everybody knows about it, so it's it's really strange, like how these things are handled. I think.
1: Yeah, it's a very strange thing. But like, uh, roughly twenty minutes after it was leaked, Safranoff posted about it, and yeah. like, I don't particularly begrudge him for that specifically. Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of a crappy thing to do because you're you're spreading the leak and you're being part of the part of the public problem right yeah for sure but i can understand it being like you want to his, his his point was basically i want to let people know that they can get fluster storm in these like 15 minutes for um, half the price than it's going to be yeah. by the end of the evening um and, and that's fine and I, I i i agree with that to a certain extent and that all happened and then and then people started having a go at him and, and discussing the thing that i've i've just talked about like being bad for content creators and like having a, like all of these things and, and having negative impacts for magic in general so that happened and then, and then he um the, the following morning made a sarcastic tweet about it and then I was like oh this, this doesn't seem like a good idea yeah and then he replied yeah. and I was like he replied and then I was like oh I just I'm fine I agree with you whatever but like I just think that specifically was childish and then like 700 people told me I was an idiot it's like alright. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine I don't know man like I, I'm incredibly childish and I throw daggers at people all the time and I'm incredibly shady but I'm like I'm not saffron olive <laughs> I'm not like one of the most widely known. That's it. It's and Magic personalities. It's, I'm some so, idiot with like 50
0: followers on Twitter. Yeah, like you know. It's it's context though, right? Isn't it? It's like so. Oh, so it somebody takes, like I mean. ourselves to talk about like astral drift um, being spoiled or about being leaked. Um, that doesn't it doesn't have the reach. It doesn't have the impact that somebody, you know, like Saffron Olive would have. Um, or oh, there's also also like something like. Uh, like arena, arena deck cast, I think they're called now. Uh, Jerry arena Thompson. Uh, they no, they rebranded oh. again. The arena deck cast. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they I were arena deck lists last week, and now they're arena deck cast.
1: Well, we're now hour of death tones. So. Sure,
0: sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so someone like them talking about the the cards that were spoiled. So I, I know they did that for uh, for War of the Spark uh, when the planeswalkers were uh, <clears throat> were leaked. Uh, on like the full mm-hmm. sheet, um, I know they did talk about a lot of the cards then. Um, their their content is specifically about uh, you know competitive <clears throat> Magic, and you want to have access to as much information as possible. And that's specific. Their content is specifically for you know getting you that information and helping you sort of pass that information in the most efficient way possible. So I, I think something like that is a completely different context to somebody like, like you know, in this instance, like Saffron Olive just, just going, hey, thousands of Twitter followers, this is the thing.
1: This is this was this is part of my problem. It's like, so with. Um... I'm just going to call it the game podcast because everyone will know it sure. as that. Because it, and it was at the time yeah. um, when when the game podcast talked about the leak things that hadn't been officially spoiled or anything, they'd been out for like a good few days, possibly a yeah. week by that point. This wasn't new information to anyone. It's like okay, so well, these aren't officially spoiled, so that's something to be conscious of. But they've been out, people know them, people have seen them. If people are specking on cards like microsoft flies for example, when, when the calm was leaked, um, if people are looking at them, then. They, they, they already know yeah. things have already happened. The market has already shifted. Cards have already been bought out. Um, brews have already been, you know, start started to be brewed. Um, these things and therefore like at that point like it doesn't really make a difference it's like they're, they're not official spoilers but it's like i talking about it now right like yeah it's because by the time this podcast comes out it will be five days since that initially happened and everyone that like, is remotely invested in magic already knows so it's not like i'm like i feel like i'm not ruining it for anyone yeah um, for sure. but to, to tweet something out to your a lot of followers like 20 minutes 20 minutes after it's been leaked is cut i do that's, yeah, that
0: was, that was I, 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 think the, I think the issue is as well. It for me at least is is the way it was done as well. Like I think if, mm-hmm. if it, if it had come out in like specifically like, oh, there's been there, there's been a leak of this card. I would advise buying these now before MTG Finance takes advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I think if he'd said something like that rather than just, oh, this is going to be a fun deck. Lol. I think that would have been a, a much more
1: yeah, yeah. nuanced take, right? Yeah, I think so. Careful. Careful, you might have loads of stuff. on of Twitter's uh, followers tweeting at you and calling you names. And I got called a hot take Sally, which I've never been called before. That's oh
0: funny. wow, that's that's cool.
1: I mean, I love I love hot takes. It's, yeah. it's my entire life life like. But I don't know I don't know who hot take Sally is, and yeah. I don't know why I am that person. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I was like, oh, sure. Um, yeah, and then just like, oh, you just being, you just. Uh, blah, blah. I was like, I didn't realise Saffron and Olive had these like sort of um, fanatical followers, and I was like, I just thought he was like a nice guy who made magic content, but it turns out, a bunch of weird people follow him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, neither of neither of our replies were particularly like rude or anything. Like, his replies to me weren't rude; they were a little bit sarcastic. But I'm like, I'm incredibly sarcastic, that's fine. And I just said, oh, I, I, in my opinion, this thing was childish. And then I just got a bunch of. <laughs> like mentions just like people being uh less than less than pleasant i can imagine yeah it's great so I look i literally just got a notification now saying someone that liked a tweet i had been replied to and i'm like oh god <laughs> um, oh what is uh, this <laughs> it's, it's it's absurd <laughs> yeah um but yeah that's just like uh, leaks are bad like leaks leaks are not good they yeah they for sure do not they they serve nothing other than to like ruin something very exciting for content creators and something that, that, that could increase their their reach and their audience um and I know if, I, like, like some act of guard we got um, a spoiler card to preview, and then it just got randomly leaked by some random Spanish store. Like, I'd be incredibly upset.
0: Yeah, me too. I think definitely.
1: So you know, that's that's my sort of little little thing on on, on leaks. I guess. Yeah,
0: I, I think uh, I I definitely agree with you. Um, it, it's just it's just kind of strange, like how you you do have this like. like almost like elephant in the room like everybody everybody knows about it everybody's talking about it to each other privately but no one's acknowledging it publicly or it's 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 like it's not looked you, 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 it's not looked down upon to talk about it privately but it is publicly so I, I yeah i don't know it's it's just odd it's 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 odd um i think and know I, I just wish they didn't happen like i i i feel like it would i feel like it should be fairly easy to find you know whoever's you know at least like find which stores are, are leaking them out to the public mm-hmm. or like maybe handle the way you're providing promotional material differently like send it out with the send it out to distributors and then send that get the distributors to send it out with the product, as opposed to sending it out yourselves, maybe, because it always arrives yeah. before the product does.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I've, I've, yeah, I've seen cards for sets um, at my LGS for like a month before the actual release. Or yeah. Stuff like um. Oh, all cards that were officially previewed and everything—they weren't just like showing oh, yeah. the cards that you shouldn't have seen. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, yeah, it's just there's a way to get around it, and it's just it's annoying. Like. It's it's these, these last two of them particularly bad because like Warriors Bark had some like has, has obviously had some really sweet cards in it that um were really exciting to preview and like the fact that like nickel Boulders got leaked, just like jeez, that's yeah. so like so bad. And then like, uh, like this set's incredibly exciting and one of them has happens to have an incredibly large impact on the format on the modern format and like that's just kinda of Like if it's just it's someone who just like spoiled, I don't know, like wing shards. They're like, Alright, okay. <laughs> Sure, this this card that is completely unplayable in every format and probably including limited. Sure, um, I mean I probably still would have like lost my mind a bit because
0: it says storm and they're printing a set in twenty nineteen which has storm reprints.
1: Okay, sure. That's um, cool. Savage swipe, yeah, which is one green for a sorcery type which creature gets. Sky creature you control gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. If its power is two, then it fights another type creature you don't control. If they spoil that... Yeah, that is a good card have... that does not excite me in, in the slightest. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, this just happened to be Flusterstorm. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, um, do you want to move on to actually talking about uh, Modern Horizons? I guess because so, yeah.
0: There's some stuff to talk about. Yeah, I I think this set from what we've seen so far, I I really like this set. We haven't really seen that much of it. I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic limited environment. Everything just looks sweet and cool and exciting and there's all of these kind of throwbacks to like old cards or old themes and a lot of things where we're seeing mechanics or, or just kind of like cards, just strange card designs that you've you, probably wouldn't see anywhere else right
1: um in order to create a sense of drama and to encourage some kind of debate i'm going to disagree with you and say it's terrible and i'm not excited at all
0: no. <laughs>
1: that's not remotely true sure. that's not remotely true um i just think you know this maybe maybe listening to podcasts people are just like oh yeah i agree all the time it's maybe boring so i'm trying to mix it up sure um, sure and i'm going to tell you Flust- storm is terrible uh, no, yeah, it's a very, very exciting set. It's, it's really cool. Like, uh, as soon as we found out that it was meant to be, it was like originally slated as like Time Spiral two. Yeah. Um, and it's like a love letter to that block. Um, I got really excited, and you can. I mean, we've only had what thirteen cards ish, 15, uh, whatever. 30, 31, currently. Okay, so oh, uh, oh 33, one, uh, 33 currently. Oh god, no, yeah, I haven't, ref- I haven't refreshed uh, Mythic's one. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, we have. Um, so. They or, you can already see like what's going on right you can see how how they've designed this and, and where their influences are and their, their callbacks are really sweet and there's cards that you certainly wouldn't see in standard sets yeah um, sure. and there are the mechanics that they haven't done for ages or like just ways ways cards are written and yeah it's, it's, it's certainly very cool and it's, it's very exciting um, I don't think any of the cards are particularly noteworthy yet in terms of the current state of modern yeah. and I think that is where we actually disagree so I'm going to create some drama there sure okay so I mean yeah so I guess we have going to want like a couple of big ones. Um, so, Storm, which we've already sort of spoken about, I guess we yes. should have covered that as, in terms of playability. Play. Um, I think this is one we uh, we kind of called, right?
0: Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely. I think we we certainly called uh, in one of the episodes that we, that we did uh, a little while ago about cards that we'd like to see uh, in the set. So I think, I think Storm is definitely definitely one of those cards that we thought was pretty safe. Uh, a pretty safe inclusion and would be pretty good for the format. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I think, I think my, my thoughts still stand on that. Like, it's, it's a good card for the format. It's probably just going to be like a sideboard card at best, but it's, it's going to be cool to have that in, in this, in modern finally.
1: Yeah, what I think is interesting is that, um, I don't think it's particularly good. Yeah. Right now in modern. Um, so, uh, (laughs) when it was first, uh, previewed, like, uh, well it was uh, leaked, I guess, um, I was near someone who plays Storm <laughs> in, in Modern. And they were like, oh no, now I can't play Storm. This is terrible. I'm like, alright, but Storm hasn't been good for many months. Yeah, agreed. Um, for Storm, I'm going to make another hot take as I did last week because uh, I'm a hot take Sally. Um, <laughs>
0: gee,
1: I have no idea what that means. They also did that SpongeBob typing thing. And you go lowercase, cap, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase. Oh, I love that, yeah great uh, they quoted me doing that i was like oh this is great um <laughs> anyway so um i don't think first storm is particularly useful in the cyborg in general um it doesn't have the applications that something like it, it, it does in a format like legacy yeah for sure where where the storm deck is more prevalent there are multiple different builds of the storm deck yeah and it also has some like it, it has some corner cases where, like, there are several spells in the second, you to win counter wars and stuff, and being efficient, and everything like that. But I don't think this is p- much better than spell pairs. Yeah, I, I because think, being able to. I think, like, I think
0: you're right. Think yeah. you're right. Like, mo- most of the time, it's not going to have an impact. But you know, if if you do, if your if your local meta has storm has a storm player or multiple storm players, then it's probably going to be great to pack one or two in your sideboard. Uh, if you yeah, if you going to like a like playing a GP, then maybe maybe you pack one but mm-hmm. i you know i wouldn't blame me you if you didn't take, you know, put any in there
1: yeah it's just it's about efficiency right and and there aren't many times in modern where there are a lot of spells in the stack yeah that you need that you that um or many of your spells have been cast in a turn particularly or whether it's a payoff so like these storm players are complaining i'm like this isn't good because if you put this on your sideboard you're basically dedicating a cyborg slot to storm yeah. because this doesn't interact with the other like this does very little against Light Phoenix for example so like sure a lot of spells are cast in one turn but what are you countering that really gets them yeah for sure like I guess you're carrying the animorphos and there's, there's stuff like that like okay maybe maybe they can't cast their third spell in the chain or, or whatever so like sure um but like corner cases like that seem very very medium and like taking up a sideboard slot when in a, in a format as diverse as modern seems kind of bad. Yeah. Um, so if you're taking up a sideboard slot to dedicate to Storm, it's just like, that's just bad because Storm isn't particularly good. So you're just losing a sideboard slot essentially. And that's what I think for Storm comes down to is a sideboard card against Storm currently. And obviously this set is going to change um, the modern a lot. But things like Spell Piers, like you get to like snag a turn three card out of Tron. Yeah, yeah and it, you know stuff like that and you get to counter Jason the Mind Sculptor or um, Teferi or, or like some, something like that or like um, things that aren't just instances of sorceries. and I think in modern like cards function differently in modern as they do in Legacy like there are some cards that are really good in Modern that aren't good in Legacy there are some cards that are really good in Legacy that aren't good in Modern um, and it's the context of all that. so I think is like, maybe I could be wrong and like Maybe there's some there's some decks that I'm thinking forgetting about, or like some cards that I'm forgetting about that this is like really good against being yeah, modern specifically. I, I
0: think it's just storm specifically that it, it's good against because um, you know the the other decks that would care about having their spells countered or like, like control like sure like maybe you maybe you would bring it in against the control mirror match, but now we've got Dovin's Veto <laughs> like that doesn't matter
1: yeah also the thing is with like control decks in modern is like their, their counter spells aren't particularly efficient yeah stuff like cryptic command and it's like okay well spell pierce normally handles that quite well because they don't have um they often don't have two mana when they're casting a cryptic command and like what have they cast before that what has been cast before that for fluster storm to reach three or four where they can't counter it yeah yeah this is the thing it's like so Flusterstorm is always a spell pierce or not, well, not always a spell pierce but always counter target instant sort of unless they pay two right yeah that's always how the card reads and then but I mean, what's gonna, what's gonna be cast? that's gonna make it three that makes it that much better than spell Pierce, where you can also just counter um, like a jace or something like that, or um, a, a wrath of god if they're playing that over supreme verdict for some reason because of Medley mage, I guess. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Like, how is that that much better? Um, you know, um, BMs can't like count, like engineered explosives or. Chalice or Isnery Bridge or you know there's a lot more in Modern that's played that is more widely played that I think you want to be wary of yeah I agree just, yeah there's no efficiency because spe- like if you're le- in Legacy you're like forcing back and forth and like then your Flester Storm like has relevance because there's been lots of spells cast in the turn so this like the Storm count is like five whereas in Modern it's probably gonna be like two or three yeah um and sure maybe if you have a Storm player and you want to like ruin their day just <laughs> play some Flester Storms in the Modern so um yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna need to pick some up, but I didn't listen to Saffron Olive, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to pay above the odds.
0: Which um, like even then, like, I don't think it's it's necessarily that bad. Like I know, we we talked about it a preview before we recorded, but it was like when I when I was building like Miracles and Legacy cluster songs for like thirty quid each. Like they've they've been more expensive than they are now and Absolutely yeah. I I don't quite think the um the demand or, or meet the the price unfortunately
1: yeah I agree I agree I, I, I don't think this card's particularly good in modern I think it's much better in Legacy than it is in modern yeah I fully agreed in the way for example the Duress is better in Legacy like than it is in modern yeah but legally modern but it's not particularly good in modern Rose like you know anyway anyway um, do you want to
0: talk about another card? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, so that's, that's Um So along with Flusterstorm, uh, another card which I thought was really cool, that is a nice reprint we got, was uh, Goblin Matron. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Two in it's a red f- for a f- goblin. When Goblin Matron it's a battlefield, you may search your library for a goblin card, reveal that card, put it in your hand, then shuffle your library. It's a 1-1.
1: This art is nice. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yes, but I think like so good at goblins. yeah. Um there's also been another goblin that's been spoiled that he's also done and it's just, just don't don't ever get anyone else to do goblins ever.
0: I don't know. Kev Walker's is pretty good at goblins too. I
1: oh, know the just Bries thinking about like, the spiky noses and the the like I don't know. And his colour palette's really nice. <laughs> uh, the flavour text on on this on a Goblin Motion is also great. Yeah. Uh, a mother only a child would love. <laughs> I think that's really good. Um it's kind of sweet. Uh, I don't think it quite makes goblins good. Yeah. You probably like yeah, I mean, we were talking before we were recording, saying it's probably like a 2 of in 8-whack or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, it, it's it's a cheaper in 8-whack, isn't it? It'll, I don't think tribal strategies are quite good enough yet, but, you know, maybe this set will get them there.
1: Yeah, I think we need like a couple more goblins, cards to make goblins playable in modern I don't th- think Goblin Matron gets us all the way there I think we need something like Goblin Lackey yeah. or, or something something like really powerful like Rashad and Port which makes it powerful in Legacy and For not sure. even that powerful in Legacy yeah. um, I think this card's really cool I mean it's still like geeky geeky that might be a thing Oof, yeah it's like it's a thing right like, it's, it's definitely know. a thing yeah hmm. um, so there's there's those applications that I'm not sure you want to play that kind of thing in your era. Uh, in your creature deck something so specific yeah um, like a three mana card that only functions to get another card um but yeah like it's a very cool card it's it's, it's like I'm perfectly fine with being in modern
0: yeah definitely I, I think like I mean what we've seen so far from this set is that it definitely has a it has a tribal theme um mm-hmm. yeah whether that's going to actually be anything outside of the limited format I guess we'll see
1: maybe um maybe it'll make Merfolk actually good <laughs> Yeah, nah, that, that can't be true. That's not a good Um Yeah, so, is there another card you want to want to talk about?
0: Uh, yeah, so another reprint that we we got in red, which is is a card that I am quite excited about. We touched on briefly was uh, Firebolt. So, you keep.
1: You, we, we keep teasing the card that obviously everyone wants us to talk about. which is um, we're not going to get to it yet talk about Firebolt <laughs> <can> Firebolt's <laughs>
0: great uh, I love Firebolt being a modern I love Firebolt being in a limited set uh, Firebolt's just one of my favourite spells in any limited format like if you have a cube stick Firebolt in your cube
1: mm-hmm. yeah I think this actually has some applications somewhere as well possibly in, in the format I don't know like a one or two of maybe No, uh, quite yeah quite possibly quite possibly a,
0: a two of I think in, um, in some sort of like burn deck for sure
1: yeah sure I mean I think it's fine I think it's very good that it's an uncommon yeah (laughs) I do not want this a common in a draft Um, if this was common it would be uh, kind of obnoxious I think yeah
0: for sure maybe maybe you can play it in a Phoenix deck because you're going to cast it and do two damage then it goes to the graveyard and you cast it again flashback like later in the game
1: oh if we're doing that we just want Labrador right yeah probably if we want to play Phoenix, we're just casting Lava dirt. Yeah. and we're casting two spells for one mana. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Fireball's cool. I like Fireball a lot. Yeah, me too. Right. I'm glad it's right. here. Absolutely. So what, what is your, what's your next card? So uh, next go. up
0: on the list, we'll go with uh, quite possibly my favourite card that we've had spoiled so far. Uh, that is Headless Spectre. He's... Okay,
1: so this is still not the card.
0: Still not the card. Not on. the card. <laughs> it's uh, one you know, I've got to indulge in my, my own my own cards i I love don't
1: I? yeah yeah, there have been no particularly exciting green cards spoiled yet so that's why i'm not back to (laughs) it
0: that's fair enough that's fair enough as we have headless specter it's one black black for a creature specter it has flying and it's a 2-2 it also has hellbent whenever headless specter deals combat damage to a player if you have no cards in hand that player discards a card at random
1: so i like this a lot i love it my favorite thing about it my favorite thing about it is that it's strictly worse than um Hypnotic Spectre, yep. and I imagine it's strictly worse because it doesn't have a head. <laughs> so it has like a worse ability, right? So you have to be hell bent because he doesn't have a head.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Right? But I mean, why, why do you like this card so much? Obviously, it, 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 it's not just expector. an
0: amazing throwback to Hypnotic Spectre. Uh, I love the flavour mm-hmm. text as well. Uh, no tongue to chant, yet the Forsaken Hymn still emanates from its body. Obviously, a reference to him to Turak. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, great. it's really sweet. It's great. I also so love the fact com- that it's common, so maybe. Maybe this will see some play in Popper. Oh
1: yeah, especially after that
0: announcement, we probably
1: should have talked about. Yeah, we'll talk about. Ah, that I don't later. care that much about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this got sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, maybe yeah. it's playable somewhere uh, somewhere in Popper, but like, mm. we'll see. I think like. I don't know, it's my
0: favourite thing to do in any format where it's possible is just to go, like, Swamp Dark Ritual Hypnotic Spectre. And this this is almost that,
1: right? Swamp Dark Ritual Headless Spectres. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> S- slightly less good.
0: Agreed. No, sure. Awesome. Where so do you go next? What do you want next? Uh, next, I think we should go for a, a cycle. We had a a, a cyclo card spoiled. Oh, I thought oh. it was, was quite exciting. Uh, so mm-hmm. we have Snow-Covered Lands as the basic lands in the set. Called this not only are they snow covered they're also full art snow covered basic lands oh hell yeah yeah i'm really happy about that
1: it's really sweet they've needed a reprint for so long yeah and the fact that they're full art is sweet
0: yeah i, th- I think they're just um, they're just a great really easy inclusion i think they're just a fantastic way to to help justify that like 6.99 booster pack price
1: yeah absolutely these i think these foils are going to be very expensive yeah agreed definitely yeah as soon as they made a point of the fact that there were basic lands in the set like there were going to be 249 cards out of 254 that were new to modern, and most of them were the basic lands. Like they had to be special, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. That'd that be, be,
1: had to be either like full art or snow lands or both. Yeah, I was, I was definitely on both because like yeah, full I art think... lands aren't that exciting that 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 exciting anymore. Yeah, because we've, we've had them three times um, in standard sets. Yeah. Um, so it had to be something kind of new and like yeah full art snows It's like really nice Um, big fan of this uh, it has some other implications as well so like there are some cars that reference snow on them yes and I don't know there's been some speculation that maybe we'll get some kind of dual land maybe yeah somehow snow snow covered maybe like a shock land yeah it's also snow a snow shocks. land maybe or like some kind of Land like the um, Battlelands, the Battle, uh, battle Zennikar land cycle. Yeah, that like does that, but it's also a snow land or like stuff like that. So I think that that's got some very exciting implications. Next up, we've got uh,
0: speak, sticking on the snow theme. I guess I guess we've got Ice Fang That oh, is yeah. green blue for a snow creature. It's a snake. Uh, it's a one-one with flash and flying, and when it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Mm-hmm. Ice Fan has death touch as long as you control at least three of a snow permanents. It's
1: kind of terrible, this middle.
0: I, I disagree. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like th- clearly this is this is like a reference uh, slash sort of riff on, on Baleful Strix. The the two color mana for a one-one flyer enters the battlefield, draw a card, and then it has something else. In this case it has flash. And sometimes has death touch. Because obviously, Baleful mm-hmm. Strix just has death touch all the time. Um, mm-hmm. It's so. I, I think you are right when it is just you know it's just a worse Baleful Strix. Mm-hmm. But I do think this this might see some play. I think you know maybe not just this card alone, but other cards in the set maybe, or maybe things we'll see further down the line might might be what enables some sort of like salt deck like finally
1: um i do not think that is true as it currently stands i think this card is not particularly good um i think the best thing about battle for Strix is the fact that it has death Search, um and it holds cards off and that's why it's playable in legacy is that it, you know, they can't just smash it with their big threat yeah um or if they do, they trade for a one-one that's already already gotten you value and replaced itself. Um, this is just a chump blocker, and the fact that it has flash is nice, but it's not like ambush viper, where it always has death touch. Like that's why ambush viper was like it's like kind of powerful that kind of effect example because because you, you can flash it in, and then block and kill anything. Yeah, of course. Whereas on the like it's sort of base rate, right? This just you flash it in and you block nothing. Like you block something and it just dies, and like that feels like a bad tempo. That's like it replaces itself, sure. So it gains you like. I don't know, an amount of life because they didn't actually hit you, yeah. And you've replaced you replaced the card. But I think this is only very, very powerful. This is only playable in modern, pot, like potentially if if it has death touch. Um, and I think, like I was saying earlier when we talked about the snowlands, I think if we have some kind of snow covered jewel land, then this is very potentially a contender in some kind of tide deck or a teamer deck or something like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, as as a Bell for strips with flash. So I think if you can like, but even then, even then, it has to be like turn three, right? But you're doing this. You're not casting it on turn two for value. Um, you might you know, be like, I mean,
0: I mean, I, I, I don't know what the deck looks like, but yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I think this is a good, a good sort of starting point for brewing for sure.
1: Yeah, I just think I, I, my, my opinion is. My hot take, if you will, um, all right, or Sally. if you won't, <laughs> exactly. If you won't, um, is that um, this card is not good
0: unless we
1: get snow jewels.
0: Sure, I, I think, I think, I, I think there's potential in this card, and I'm gonna, gonna be happily keeping an eye on it. I think is my
1: take. Mhm. Because as soon as they spoil some kind of snow jewel, I'm buying four of these. Sure. Close.
0: <laughs> fair, fair. But enough. until,
1: but until then, like, I just don't think it's good enough. And like, you, you obviously like in a full like, modern. Like, there's no way you're just playing basic lands in order to know, in a, in a way, in, a, in order to enable this. Like, it's just not good enough. Um, the art's goddamn awesome, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, the art's fantastic, yeah.
1: I just... S- sweet flying ice
0: snake. Like, again, <laughs> awesome. I, I think this is just number one of those cards that, like, I'm really happy that this card exists, and I'm glad that, you know, they are... They're they're really trying something different with this set. I like it a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, cool. It, it's really cool. Like You can see how it calls back, and, like, Coatl, right? You yeah. how we're saying it? Think... Isn't a creature-type not well, like creature type, but like a name of a creature we've seen for a very long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, like obviously snow is something we haven't seen for a long time. This kind of effect isn't something we've seen for a very long time. Like, it's just, it's very cool. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's very, very cool. I just think in terms of implications for Constructed Magic, I don't think it's that good. I think it's actually bad until we have... <laughs> Um, we had this discussion before we started recording we should record it it's just 20 minutes of me telling you that this is bad and you telling me this is good <laughs> I know that, that's it. I, think, I think that's the thing like I think
0: I, I think I don't think this is good I don't think it's like you know I, so I think this, this is the problem with, with evaluating magic cards right like when I say like an opinion on something like somebody else might think that 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 means something completely different. It's like when when Ben S says like something is like the absolute best card in the world, then like obviously he clearly doesn't mean that. He thinks it's a very good card, but he's being hyperbolic. I sure. I don't think this is like you know this isn't Tarmogoyf. This isn't Jace the Mind Sculptor. This you know this isn't like Con Liberated whatever. But I I do think this is good enough.
1: Yeah, this is the thing. I, look, I know that I'm I'm, I'm like I'm aware <laughs> of the nuance of your comment. I don't think this is calling Oracle. No, like, I, I I I I think it's better than calling Oracle. This is the thing. Like, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that you think this is like the best card ever printed. I don't. I, th- I think that you think this, this is probably playable in some kind of fringe deck somewhere, and it'll be really good. Yeah. I think this is actual crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the thing. It's like I know, I'm not like kind of middling, and you're really far up the sure, top. I know sure. that you're middling. way lower than that, <laughs> and I'm very, very ready to be wrong. But I think this is actually just just a bad card, unless we have specifically like snow covered steam vents or snow covered breeding pool. Sure. Or something to that to that effect. Cool. I guess. I guess. Okay, I guess.
0: I guess. Time will tell, and we'll. God, there's. We'll see. Hopefully,
1: there's the, there's the drama I promised. <laughs> <laughs> see uh, What's 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 the next one? You wanna you wanna pick the next one? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. Just find the English name. Uh, we have uh, Prismatic Vista. I think that's it. Yeah. Still, still not the one we want to talk about. Um. So this is as Prismatic Vista, it is a land, at rare. you tap and pay one life and sacrifice it to search your library for a basic land card, put onto the battlefield and shove your library? It's fetch land. It is, yeah. Absolutely. Woohoo! Exciting. Yeah. I,
0: I, I think it's cool. Um it's obviously going to be a lot cheaper than actual fetch lands are, which is great for players looking to get into the format. Um mm-hmm. you know, run a play set of those as as your budget uh fetch land until you get the the regular ones. Um yeah, and I think like maybe even decks that already play fetch lands could play play it as like a two of or something maybe like on top of their fetches I'm, I'm not sure, again it, it depends if we get something like like back to basics or some sort of like similar effect in this set
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 interesting like, uh, I mean this is just just strictly really worse than something like Scolding Title until T three. Yeah, for sure. That's that's, that's the that's the point. And I think yeah, your point of like it being a budget option is cool. Um, if people like, I think I don't know, is this better than just because this because this is essentially what they, what like Misty Rainforest functioned as when it was first in standard, right? Yeah, like Misty Rainforest wasn't particularly good because you could it, it didn't get shocks or jewels or anything like that. So like I think this is fine. Like I think um strictly better lot and wilds just cool. Big fan of that. Yeah, agreed. Um or Terramorphic Expanse or whatever um, and I think it's cool so like there are certain monocolor decks that want fetch lands for yeah. so stuff like Fatal Push like uh, Triggering Revolt or like Filling your Grave for like Delve Spells and stuff like that so like it was like I'm on a black deck and you don't want to you don't want to have to get like Polluted or Verdict Cat Games or Marshmats or whatever because they're, like, expensive because they're actually like, used in other decks, then yeah. you can get this and it's, it's exactly as functional. Um, it does nothing different if you're just getting swamps. Um, I think that's cool. Yeah, like I said, like it's a cool budget. I'm, I'm assuming this card will be cheap. Not cheap, but, like, won't be, like, the $30, $40 that other fetch lands are.
0: Yeah, I the, the, they reckon they're, they're probably going to be, like, probably about a 10 or each, I reckon.
1: Yeah, hopefully, which means it's, like, a budget option, like you said, like, to get in. Um,
0: yeah, I, I don't think they're ever going to be... Uh cheaper than the price of a pack but I can't ever see them being that much more expensive too
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's quite cool I like it I like the design Um, I think it's it's really cool, and I'm a, i I'm a big fan of the art. The art's really nice. Yeah. On this card, um, it's it's, it's, it's sweet. um it's also incredibly important to point out that this confetti wastes. Yes. That, I, I mean that's that's it. it. It can. Yeah, I mean that c- could actually be relevant. Yeah, and uh, someone someone on the Mythic spoiler page has written a comment on the on the page for this card, that said this confetti wastes. Yep. you can't do that with your fancy schmancy scolding tarns <laughs> and that person is right that's true that's true and i am always from now on going to refer to scolding tarns as fancy schmancy scolding, scolding tarns <laughs> which is hard to say All right you're going to, have to pick our next card Let's cool go. come on come next on. up
0: we've got a lovely old reprint of a uh, factor fiction <laughs>
1: which card sorry I? I was talking to you
0: factor fiction
1: oh
0: god yeah sure it's a three and a blue for an instant to rule the top five cards of your library an opponent separates those cards into two piles, put one pile in on your hand and the other into your graveyard every choice <laughs> is a joy says the flavor text
1: nice um, this card's really good I love this card it's one of my favorite cards ever Um, it's not playable in modern right now
0: <laughs> yeah
1: all my draw spells are not good
0: no I, um, I don't think it's particularly good I mean as a card I love the card uh, again, like, know, if, if you own a cube, put a copy of Factor Fiction in. It's great. It's fantastic. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're tapping
1: out to cast a Factor Fiction, yeah, you're not going to win that game. Well, I don't know. You never know. So, then there's some kind of free card spell. Um, yeah, I think this card's it's like, great it's it's a historically very very powerful i think this is a very powerful card that probably like certainly has the chops to be potentially powerful in modern i just don't think the way the metagame currently looks that you want to be doing something like this where you're just casting your four on a draw spell yeah um yeah i think it's a sweet addition i like it a lot i think control decks potentially play it i think um i like the wilderness reclamation deck that's still kind of like kicking around definitely plays this card um it's just a sweet card advantage engine um or, like, card selection, or whatever. Um, I think it's really sweet. I love like this card a lot.
0: Yeah, same. Big fan. But, again, it's just not good enough, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, that's true. Cool. All right. Do you want to go for our next card? Yeah, I'm going to pick one more card when we're done, right? Can we, can we be done? Yeah. Okay. Please be done. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 I don't know. I,
0: I, I feel like I'm I'm very excited about this set. Like, I'm super, super hyped. I feel like we're seeing lots of, like, strange designs. and oh, Just, yeah, just lots of cards that, like, <clears throat> they're never going to print in standard. So, you know... Mm-hmm. We're gonna see something like this. I mean, we're gonna have have the opportunity for something like this, like once a year at the very most. And I can't imagine them putting like a lot of these card designs in something like a like a conspiracy, or especially not like like a battle bond, like sets that are are aimed more at sort of the limited environment, or more so towards like, like casual players or more casual formats like Commander
1: yeah sure absolutely um, you know I'm just I'm just aware that we're like I don't want to go through like 30 cards where some of our takes will just be like oh this card's fine oh yeah agreed um, um, I mean there's, a, there's there's one particular card that I think is, is very exciting um, should we talk about that card yeah have you got any more you want to talk about I don't want to like you know sort of nah go for it go for it cut it short I mean, we have like a stupid legendary creature that's kind of stupid I hate it. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about that briefly right sure go for it <laughs> more on the boundless yes just seven mana for a six six shapeshifter with changeling as it ends battlefield choose a creature type spells of the chosen type you cast cause wooberg to cast this effect reduces only the amount of, of mana you pay other creatures you control of a chosen type at plus one plus one what the hell is this card this well, is it's just it's, a joke
0: right seven generic mana for six six it's, it's turn three in, Khan, in
1: tron right then you cast nip it
0: yeah the reborn yeah, yeah you cast it turn three you, you name dragon and cast if miss it.
1: yeah that's really good I think that's broken and I think this is stupid this is why when I want to talk about this I just think it's broken it's too good anything you can cast for seven colourless mana is just too good um no it's, it's, so this is a joke right something R&D was like oh we keep being asked for like our, a druid tribal commander or like yeah um, five colour uh,
0: a good uh, five colour commander or yeah
1: yeah, like, or, or, or we keep getting asked for like an illusion tribal commander yeah, or change the commander. For... Exactly, like people keep asking, so we'll give them every goddamn commander for <laughs> every goddamn creature type you can possibly imagine. Put it on a card, all right, and then this happened. This goddamn monstrosity happened, and they were like, "Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Print this." <laughs> I right, know. This is just—it's uh, kind of a cop out. I don't like this card. If you're building this because you want to build, like, if you like, we want this because you want to build like stupid random ass tribal deck and you don't have a legendary creature but for that tribe so like um, I don't know what tribes don't have uh, like dogs right eggs. you want to build dog tribal eggs eggs you want to build egg tribal <laughs> <laughs> I always want to build egg tribal um, yeah, um, yeah exactly if you want to build tribal eggs <laughs> you're just playing some, like random commander in that colour because um, right so well, you want to build an egg commander deck right and most of the good eggs please don't check this I mean, <laughs> deeper, right are in Tima. sure. So you're playing uh, Surak dragon claw because it's a good card in Tima. yeah. And you have to play a creature, right? So you're playing that, and it has nothing to do with eggs. sarkin hates eggs, right? Not his favorite food. Sure. So you're just playing that because it's a card in your in 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 the colors that are the, have the best egg cards. <laughs> <I> keep saying <laughs> the word egg and keep a straight face. Um, you want to build the best egg deck and the best egg cards. Are in teamer so you play a good teamer commander maybe you play Anima, you yep. play some kind of good card right but it doesn't actually have any synergy with your deck it doesn't care about eggs it <laughs> doesn't <laughs> you ruined this podcast <laughs> <laughs> That's it doesn't weird. care about eggs it doesn't care about it doesn't. why couldn't you have said like something else like that'd be can, less funny because <laughs> egg is the best creature type
0: yeah, <laughs> so my favourite thing about Corset 2019 was the fact that they made egg a creature type officially
1: so you can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can name egg when you, you play a <coughs> Cavern of Souls or from the Boundless. You can name Egg. Yeah. Oh, we should do it at some point, we should, uh, in a future episode, we should come up with the best two combinations of creature types. Oh, yeah. My personal favourite at the moment is Whale Citizen. That's quite good. I mean... <laughs> Egg <Yeah. laughs> Egg Advisor's
0: probably quite good as well.
1: Exactly. Or, like, yeah. Beeble Sorry. Egg. Beeble Egg. Right, so, you're playing Sir Dragonclaw. Yep. I hope that's the wrong one. It's the Teemo one, right? I don't care. Yeah, it is. Um, um, because there's the... But if you play Morophon, it always has, regardless of your tribe, generically good. You know what I said? I'm going to talk about this card briefly. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> so this this card has generically good effects. So like, it makes your cards cheaper. And it gives them plus one plus one, which is like just a good tribal effect. So like yeah, if you're sure. playing red like you're playing werewolves for example, because we don't actually have a good werewolf commander, this is just generically good for werewolves because they all cost red, red, uh, red or green yeah. less, and they will get plus one plus one, so that's fine. That's sort of a cop out. Like, right? So like, oh, this is generically good for all like even if you're playing elves, like this is still an okay elf commander. Yeah. Because they all cost a green less. And you can play stuff like red Elf or um you know, cards that are like tribes that have cards, like one or two cards in a, in one colour but the commanders are normally prohibitively like mono green or whatever then this allows you to play five colours and have like a generally good effect in the command zone yeah I hate it <laughs> like I hate that design I think the art's amazing oh
0: yeah the art is fantastic
1: I've already made a meme out of this card's face <clears throat> It's just a really zoomed in picture of this card's face, and it just says the word pathetic under it, and I laughed far too long while I was making it on my phone. Yeah,
0: um, I, yeah, I, like, I, I think it's fine. Like this, it's clearly it's a commander card. I don't have a horse in this race. I, do
1: you have an egg in this race? Yeah,
0: I, I do. I, I think it's great. It's a big, weird, seven mana, legendary, generic, is all creatures, and yeah, it's just, just, a, just a good egg boy. He's great. Big fan. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's eggs, right? Yeah. Um, no, I think this card's called... like. It's I, 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 in fact, I would say he's excellent. Oh, we're done. We're goddamn <laughs> done. We're talking about pattern negation. Uh, force of negation, we're moving on. Awesome, cool. <laughs> so next up... up.
0: <laughs> uh, next up, we come to a, a good card. Uh, prob- <laughs> possibly, probably. I don't know. This one's hard to evaluate, right? So it's Egg force of it. negation. It is one blue-blue mm-hmm. for an instant. Uh, if it's not your turn, you may exile a blue card from your hand rather than pay the spell's mana cost counter-target non-creature spell. If that spell is counted this way, exile it instead of putting it into its owner's graveyard, and it has a flavour text of try, if you must.
1: Try. Um. So, when are we getting packed of will? Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> Funny joke. Uh, it, so <laughs> it's not quite force of will, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, by quite a considerable margin, it is not force of will. You are correct. Uh, I don't know, man, I don't think this card's that good. As <laughs> is my theme for this episode, I think this kind of card is not that good. I don't know. Um so it's a negate that you can play for free yeah. on your opponent's turn right you can play it for zero mana at the yeah. expense of discarding two cards from your hand to negate something One on your opponent's your turn what well, including the force of negation yeah sure like discard two cards pay no mana negate something like that's always been true forcible right you discard two cards yeah, to yeah. Ca- anyway anyway um that's a powerful effect absolutely powerful effect it gives us it gives so the reason that we were talking about how wanting to have force of will is it means the combo decks can't just go for it. They always have, against blue decks. They always have to respect the possibility of a count spell because tapping out doesn't always mean that they they don't have a count spell because force of will exists. Yeah, this functions in a similar way, but you can only counter non-creature spells. Yeah. So it doesn't have the wide applications that force of will has by like countering a tarmogoyf or a gangler or you know creatures because <laughs> um, there's always that hidden ability of it being like a pseudo removal spell this doesn't have that you also can't force back on your turn you have to pay one blue blue Yeah. so if you do something and they counterspell your thing say they force of negation your thing you have to pay one blue blue in order to counter that spell back yeah. so that's a huge difference to force of will which makes it less powerful which makes it less widely playable I think which means it's not an auto including blue decks
0: right yeah i i agree um i think it's it's biggest drawback for me is that it, it counters only a, a a non-creature spell um yes it's i it's it's just going to be a dead card in your hand a lot of the time i think this is uh, the best place this this would see play would be your sideboard of your your blue white control deck or your Jeskai control deck or whatever uh or, mm-hmm. or esper control deck even that's the thing apparently um yeah. yeah, aside, um, did you see the the list from the Star City tournament at the weekend?
1: Or oh, the blue-eye control list?
0: No, the Esper control list. No. It was standard Esper control.
1: Oh, no, I did see this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Not Top 8. They, they just they just played standard Esper control because their friend told them that it was a standard tournament. Then it turned out to be a modern tournament, so they just won with a standard control deck. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I love that. But yeah, force negation, right? So, you can't... If... It, it, because force of will as well as stopping BS right as acting as a BS checker as it does in legacy yeah um, it also allows combo decks to proactively go for it yeah because they have force of will back you can't do that with force of negation because you have to play one blue blue so you're basically playing cancel yeah and it's not even cancel it's like negate that costs an extra blue
0: yeah and that's it yeah. and I think sort of going back to my, my on your point turn,
1: on your turn it's strictly worse than cancel
0: yeah I, th- I think going back to my point is that yeah sure this would be in the sideboard of control decks but since like, Dovin's Veto's a card now anyway. Like that's just better because mm. that's a card that can't be countered. Whereas like if, if like if your opponent's doing something and you you go well I'm tapped out but I can cast my Force of negation then they can they can just they can just counter it. Like yeah I don't I just I don't don't think it's it's certainly not Will, and I don't think it's quite good enough. Mm-hmm. I am glad that it's a rare though because I, I think that they they might. Still be a chance that force of wills in the set as a mythic yeah i doubt it yeah
1: we also know that force of as a title of a card is a, is a cycle because we're not going to talk about it but force of vigor is also a card so like to have a cycle of force of at rare in every color and then also have an additional blue mythic called force of something would just be kind of weird yeah for sure um i don't know man like also it comes back to like a similar thing to my foster storm point it's like what is this currently doing on like what is it actively countering that you're worried about like Okay, so you counter manamorphos out of Phoenix, I think, sure. Um, you counter uh, Bastion Flames. Okay, you're dunking on Storm again. You count counter that, I don't know. <laughs> like, what instant or sorcery spell is your opponent playing on that turn? It's non-creature spell, so, like, you can get Planeswalkers as well. Yeah, exactly, sure. But, like, that doesn't seem like the kind of thing I want to be... Um, I don't know, like... That's it. I think
0: it, it's, it's great if you're, like specifically like the control mirror if you're if you're tapping out for a jace the mind sculptor on turn four and you've got one of this in hand like you're gonna be fine to do that whereas at the moment like your opponent can just play something that gets rid of the jace at least now you'll Mm -hmm. be able to protect that but yeah even then
1: it's 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 just it's probably not good enough right this is my this is my gut feeling is this card isn't good enough it's probably okay on the sideboard like you said like I don't think you want this because there's so many there's going to be so many times you just rots in your hand like it has to be and it's weird, right? Because we're we're in a meta at the moment with modern, where you're just main decking surgical extractions, which is meant to be a very narrow sideboard card. Yeah. So maybe we have a time where this is just playable, and it's just good enough for main deck play. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe there's some things again. Maybe there's some things we're forgetting about where this is actually very very useful and um you know means that we should play it in the main deck. But I think we've, I think I'm... we've
0: we've just never seen a deck. Sorry, I think we've never seen a set like this before. And I think that's why it's 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 a lot more difficult to evaluate these cards in in terms of a format that's as diverse as as modern is uh, with as many deck choices uh with as many sort of really powerful strategies um and then just just this, this influx of like new cards and different cards i think mm-hmm. i think it makes it particularly difficult but i i think once once we have the full set revealed in a couple of weeks time we we should i think we'll have a bit a better sort of grip on how modern's gonna look as a format going forward
1: yeah certainly um yeah it's interesting it's 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 very hard to you know sort of pass these spoilers well yeah when for sure we don't know how they're gonna affect things maybe there's like a really sick goblin deck that needs to be banned yeah maybe you don't know <laughs> maybe we'll there's see. like a sick morathon tron deck <laughs> How many egg cards are legal in Modern 1? Uh, there's a couple. Is Dinkus Egg Modern legal? No, I don't think so, no. Uh, maybe it will be. <laughs> maybe it will be by the end of the spoiler. Sure, sure. God, god. I don't know. I'm still excited for the set. Like, I'm very excited for um, the design space that they've decided to occupy, like the callbacks and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and the fact that it does really, honestly, even after 30 cards, feel like Time Spiral 2, like, there's, there's not as much nonsense going on as like, Future Sight and stuff. But it certainly feels like they've really tried to capture a feeling with a set rather yeah. than a plane I like that a lot I'm Me a big too. fan right anything else you want to say about Modern Horizons
0: uh, I'm just really looking forward to getting the spoilers rolling in and we'll be covering covering them uh, next week on the podcast probably the week after as well once we've got the, the full set set done
1: yeah I'm just worried about like as you record this on a Monday night and then on like tomorrow on Tuesday like Force of get spoiled or like Count gets spoiled and we just have to like oh no we didn't get to cover it <laughs> Um, nah, but, we'll, nah.
0: we'll, we'll, yeah whatever spot between now and this podcast going live like we'll cover next week for sure
1: oh yeah we'll just i'll just spell about it on twitter yeah <laughs> i'll just tag up all of and see what happens sure sure man i hope he doesn't listen to this podcast it will be so awkward <laughs> awesome so i think
0: that's pretty much all we have time for this week uh i mean we'll very very briefly touch on the ban restricted announcement for today because you kind of have to right yeah yeah so we have the I the ban so. restricted announcement uh we hadn't Update today, uh we've got no changes to standard, no changes to modern, no changes to legacy. Sadly, no changes to the vintage. Although I uh, i do, I do massively think that Narset should be restricted, but that's for another time and another day. uh But Pauper, mm-hmm. Pauper got a nice bit of a shaker.
1: Uh, yeah, basically all the reasons I hated Pauper as a format and refused to ever play it uh are no longer a problem, so yeah. I might be back in the format. Gush, back in.
0: Gush, Gethaxim Probe and Days on our band in Pauper.
1: Hell yeah! Goddamn free cards in blue
0: yeah seems like they what, they were a problem right
1: uh, yeah especially with like the addition of like stuff like foil to the format and, I mean they've been a problem for a while like the Delver deck has just been like sort of oppressive yeah and I just sort of hated it and not in a way of like I hate blue decks I hate counter uh. not in that kind of way
0: uh, no or, like I, like, I, you, I posted it a silly it. way I posted the ban restrict Enhancement on a on a Facebook group earlier, and I had like had somebody comment on it saying that oh they were dead upset about the ban, and I was like, well it's 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 probably fine. Like Delve is still a powerful card. Like it's probably still going to be a, a good strategy. It just won't be as dominant. And their reply was, oh no, I'm just gutted. I can't play Cataxian Probe in my Mono Red Burn deck.
1: <laughs> and I was that's like, well
0: indicative of the format, isn't it? Yeah, that's surely if you're playing. Cataxium probe which is a blue card in your mono red burn deck then that kind of indicates that
1: there is there's a problem with that card it's almost as if cataxium probe now that it's banned everywhere except on one-off in vintage is a completely stupid card that never sort of existed maybe that's the case quite probably my biggest mistake
0: right um mm. other than yeah, i mean as far as individual cards go and not like you know the reserve list
1: i was gonna say the reserve list <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, i didn't want to get into that whole argument yeah um yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, it's just stupid. Like, I mean, yeah, we finally banned these two ridiculous free cards, and then another obnoxious free card. Um, so yeah, maybe I'm g- like going to get back into pauper now. Maybe the, the format opens up and there's more diversity, and I can play something that isn't just Delver. Yeah. Um, I played Affinity for a while, and I just lost all the Delver decks. I was like, oh, it's boring. And then I played uh like a Threshold deck, and I was like, oh, I just lose to the normal Delver decks. This is yeah. boring. Um, so maybe like I don't know. I'll give like Blue Green Threshold a-, a go again because I really like that deck. I yeah. I played mono blue
0: delver and I'm quite excited to see these cards go because oh, it yeah. opens it opens up the up the format. Like it allows for more brewing. Like I just think it's great. I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, I might even play Tron. Who knows? Hey, awesome. So, one of the many flavors of Tronic.
0: I guess. I guess we'll end it on an optimistic note, right? Strangely for for a banning.
1: Yeah. 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 Awesome. I guess so. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I mean, I, I guess. If you've got time, yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, so I mean, there was a there was a post made on a on a UK Facebook group about magic. Yeah, recently, um, by Kirsty McIntyre, who has been a guest on this podcast and also hosts uh, an excellent podcast called Scourge Divas that you should yeah. all definitely go and listen to because it's great. Feel free to It's fantastic. Uh, also has a habit of writing very very good articles um, about the community and magic and stuff like that. And uh, recently posted an article um, about. I'm gonna actually read the title about because I don't want to like mess this up. Um, if you'll give me a moment, yeah. Cassie has written uh, recently written an article called "Why We Still Have to Talk About Women in Magic." Right, and that word "still" yeah. is very important. It's a it's a topic that's been addressed many many times, um, and unfortunately still needs to be addressed. Um, it's a it's a very good article. I recommend that everyone goes goes and, and reads it. It's um, ungluedmtg.wordpress.com, yeah. which is uh, her blog where she posts lots of excellent magic content. Um, and it's just talking about you know how people feel in in local game stores and just just how women are treated the presence in, of women in magic and the fact that they used to not be any women in magic and now it's getting better but still the um the number of women playing magic and, and playing at high level events is still very low um and it's it's all factual <laughs> based on kersey's experience as a woman playing magic um and other women's experiences playing magic and all of these things that are very 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 you know provable and, and evidential um, there's an excellent discussion on like equity versus equality and stuff like this and it's a very 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 good article um, it was posted in in a community group and it was then um, promptly turned into a garbage fire um, yeah. by, 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 by a number of people I'm also guilty of not helping things um, <laughs> if, if anyone's aware of me on social media like I, I love to stoke the flames on oh, great card um, yeah, I love to card. stoke the flames on like on things like this um, because I, it's something I feel very passionate about, something I, I think is very important. And, and I like to tell people that uh, being assholes, that they're being assholes in, in, in regards to these kinds of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was muted briefly on that thread because I, I told someone to F themselves <laughs> and the mods weren't particularly happy, which is perfectly reasonable. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of backlash, and there was, a, there was a lot of very nasty comments, and a lot of very um, ignorant comments, and, and it was—it became very unpleasant. Um, became very funny um, a lot of the time. Some of the things that were said were particularly entertaining. Um But it's—it's it's still a topic that needs to be discussed. The, the fact that the, the word "still" is in the title of this article goes to show you that, like, it's exasperating. It's—it's it's exasperating, right? Like it's 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 irritating we have to keep talking about things and so we will continue to talk about it because it's very important and, and it's an issue that doesn't go away and we had a lot of comments from people that were saying oh this isn't important why is this still important i thought we solved this or stop bringing politics into magical all of these number of incredibly unhelpful opinions um given by people and just if something like that presents itself if someone is willing to talk about their experience and, and, and trying to better the community and, and saying this is a problem um we should address it and, and bringing these things to the table it should be you should just shut up and listen and, and I think that's something that we've also talked about on this podcast before like and in the episode we, we had with uh, with Kirsty, like just these people are, are, are telling you these things and people with personal experience of these things are telling you these things are wrong and for you to just go oh well I've never seen it so isn't useful, uh, isn't helpful, it doesn't make the problem go away, it doesn't make the problem uh, any better um, and just because your personal experience doesn't line up with the experience of this person who's decided to write this very important article it doesn't mean it doesn't exist it doesn't mean it's not important to think about to talk about yeah. um, and it's just something that frustrated me recently and it's, it's something it's upsetting that we have to keep doing this because I think the magic community is, is incredibly it's, it's an incredible community honestly um, and uh, the fact that we still have the, these parts and it's not just pockets it's it's still large swaths of the community that still act like this and we had the whole thing with the MPL announcement when they said there would be extra slots like diversity slots and, and that was a whole topic that, that needed to be discussed and I'm not going to go into it now because we don't have that much time um, but uh, yeah sure like giving special places to people that for, for, for reasons of uh, being a person of colour or, or being a woman or any of these reasons isn't great right it's not what we want we don't want that in a perfect society we want you know 50% of magic players to be women or um, you know th- to have representation in society in magic because that's just how the world works but the game, unfortunately, favours out white men. It's just how it works. And it's, that's provable and obvious whenever you go to any Magic event ever. Um, so, unfortunately, that then leads to, to, to competitive Magic, to high-level Magic, to, like, you know, the, the tournaments. And that's not great. And we want there to be diversity. And, like, women have proven themselves to be incredible Magic players time and time again and have qualified for many tournaments. But they're not given the opportunities and they're often and this is why he explained in the article, they're often pushed out of the game because of men being creepy or, or men thinking they don't belong or being mean to them or, or trying to push them out of the game actively and things like that. It's so maybe things people aren't aware of, but they, they're, they're happening. It's why it's important to be cognizant of this and, and to try and address your behavior or try and make people feel more welcome. And we have these diversity slots to put women in those positions because up until very, very recently, it was not easy to see a woman doing well at magic yeah. for a number of reasons. And that's not because they're not good enough, obviously. They've proven themselves to be good more than... More than capable of playing the game at a high level, um, and it, it takes things like that to to put women there so that women feel comfortable playing magic. So they can representation is important, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and we got I, there were a lot of very very stupid comments or not stupid, very uninformed comments. I want to say because I don't want to believe that most people were being malicious yeah. or inflammatory or, or trolling people um, as I often am. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah sure it's yeah it's it's, it's very important and it, it was disheartening to see so many people get so wild up by something so truthful and evidentially based yeah, and just kind of really be assholes about it yeah, I mean, if there's anyone that has those opinions who was part of our thread, who's listening to this podcast for some reason and hasn't been put off yet, then you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> like, I guess it's just fair to say. If, they, if those are your opinions, just don't listen here, please. <laughs> I don't want to listen to misogynists and bad people. I don't want them listening to us, rather. Yeah, you, you're, just, you're probably just not going to have a good time. You might have a great time. Or maybe I'll convince you you're wrong, but that's almost certainly not the case because it hasn't worked yet. Yeah, yeah, so please <laughs> just go <away. laughs> uh, Yeah, sorry, I just wanted to go on that little sort of rant, sort of... The old spiel um it's, it's still very important and unfortunately we keep having to talk about these things um, yeah so to, to ignore it is is to not is, is not not doing it any service agreed fully agreed there anyway thank you yeah cool
0: so i guess that's pretty much all we have time for this week uh if you want to get in touch tell us what you think of modern horizons is it great is it garbage fire Tell us what you think about the the MCQ system. I know we didn't really touch on it that much, um, but (laughs) uh, did you play in one? Have you played in one yet? Uh, Did you enjoy it? Are you a fan? Would you prefer PPTQs back? I'd be really, really interested to know. Um, I mean, you can tell us about your opinions on women in magic, but please only tell us if it's positive. Like,
1: (laughs) oh no, absolutely no, absolutely. Tell me if it's negative, so I can like headbutt you or something.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, if you want to do those things go ahead uh, get in touch on social media uh, on twitter we are at hfdcast facebook.com slash hour of devastation uh, or you can get us on patreon we are patreon.com slash hour of devastation if you feel like you've taken anything from this at all and want to give back uh, here start from as little as one dollar per month it's roughly 20-25 cents per episode uh, or you can get us on our own personal social media I am at peachgardenoaf on twitter that is oaf with an f or on Facebook you can find me as Joe Loudon I'm in pretty much any of the magic groups I'm sure you'll see me there
1: yep you can find me on Twitter at snail69 nice thank you I thought you were gonna every time I think you're gonna like not do it And I'm just gonna <laughs> lift with a silence like a like a fool um, yeah if you would like to talk to me about your opinion on eggs or deftones please please feel free to find me on Twitter <laughs> uh, and I am obviously in the Facebook groups you'll definitely know when I'm there And um, that's all I'll say on that matter <laughs> Awesome. So
0: once again, the, uh, we're approaching the second hour. The Godfarer has returned. So we'll see you again next week on our Devastation.